0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode one of the Grin or Barrett podcast. This is a podcast about book reviews. We will be going over the genre, the narration, the setting, what book it is, the theme, the author, his biography and his previous works, the plot, the climax, the mood, and A lot that goes into a book, and that's what we will be reviewing on the Grin or Barrett podcast. So, will you bear with me through episodes of The Great Books of Literature this year? Alright, so our first book is The Witch of Blackbird Pond. The setting is 1687. We are in the early United States of America colonies. This is when they were still ruled by Britain and were just starting to get uncontent. So we first meet Kit Tyler, first person narration, on a ship sailing. She is a very reliable narrator throughout the book. This is an adventure as it takes us through many, many twists and turns. The theme is loyalty and trust. Kit learns whom to trust in this new world and whom to be loyal to. We have some characters who she should trust, like Nat Eaton, the Son of the captain of the ship she sails in on, and later the captain of the ship, after his dad, retires. And a little girl named Prudence, but she learns not to trust the little girl's parents. The author is George Spear. She, well, she is actually not a boy, though that's kind of self-explanatory. She writes under an alibus and she was raised and born in Massachusetts, she became an elementary school teacher, and when she retired she began her lifelong passion of writing books. She only had one novel before this and that was The Calico Captive. Some relevant current events. That may have affected her book writing was the great influenza of 1958 one million were dead wo- worldwide which looks awfully like the coronavirus pandemic that's going on right now here is a plot that doesn't give away too much cat's grandfather died and she traveled on the barbados she travels to america on a ship where she meets a boy whom she will later fall in love with, but for now hates. In America, she meets a witch, and I say that she's not really a witch. Her name is Hannah Tupper, and um, she's actually a Quaker. Everybody else is Puritan. I'll give a little hint of what a Puritan means. It means he can't celebrate Christmas. The Puritans did not believe in Christmas. I know. Sad. Um, anyway, the townspeople do not like the Quaker. They fine her for not going to the Puritan masses. And they also then do not like Kit Tyler because they think she is a witch. Anyway, there is so much prosecution of her and the witch that she is locked up in a shed overnight and then put in a courtroom for a trial. She is helped by a little girl which she helped earlier who she taught to read and write. She spells her name and Kit Tyler is set free because they know she really wasn't putting hexes on the girl she was actually teaching her to read and write. The author's intent was to show who and how to trust And I think this was a pretty good model for this, she definitely succeeded in this goal. The language was actually pretty normal for everybody but the Quaker, who spoke in a lot of these and haryas. The mood was intense, but it all made sense we didn't have a major mood swing the entire book um the main character was of course kit tyler some other characters were john holbrook her once love interest nat Eaton, who she would end up marrying mercy her cousin judith also her cousins the good wives um those were the family that prosecuted her the most and prudence their daughter who she helped read and write. Those are among some other those are just the mains of the other characters. The action was definitely never boring and the stakes were well raised. It wasn't huge jumps and leaps. So the dialogue, we had a lot of banter in this book which I really enjoyed. She liked to banter with pretty much everybody. That's his Kit Tyler by the way uh, but especially the boys that she met, um, so the consistency of the world held up the entire book, I really liked this book, and I think that is enough to rate this book a grin, this is a really good read, don't, you can actually, it's good enough for you not to just read it as a literature book, but for fun, so that passes with flying colors, All right, our second book is The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, which were written between 1871 and 1927 in England. Sherlock Holmes is always in England or Scotland or Wales in Great Britain. The narration is first person, and it is Dr. Watson, and he is a reliable narrator. Of course, it is the mystery genre, and the theme is resilience, even when the clues are impossible, he always finds a way. The authors, it's Arthur Conan Doyle, his previous works were all Sherlock Holmes, he wrote for a magazine in Britain. He began writing while studying medicine, that's where Dr. Watson comes from, and his university and was recognized as the next Edgar Allan Poe, that's a great feeling since it stretches a long time there isn't really relevant current events there's many stories involving problems which has to be deduced through clues that seemingly lead to one person then the plot twists and it's actually another person that's generally it um generally there's a climax that means a house is on fire or there's an illegal drug company, or a ship sinking, or stuff like that. Um, His intent was to write short stories that would pick up morale in England, and they would have some fictional somebody to get behind. Uh, He succeeded most of the time, sometimes. Sherlock didn't always succeed. Um... It was common 20th century British language, and the mood was always swinging, but it never was like, you never got distracted from the mood swinging. The main character was Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson, and there was a variety of other characters almost never the same. The action was always intense, But sometimes the twists could also be a little hard to follow, and there was a lot of discussion, um, but the consistency of the world always held up. This is enough to rate this a grin. Alright, our third book is In the Chronicles of Narnia, The Silver Chair. This is in Narnia, so it's Narnian time, and the narration is third person, mostly it's Eustace and Jill, it follows them around, and they're reliable narrators. It's an adventure, and the theme is courage. The author is C.S. Lewis, he wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, and his relevant biography. He grew up wanting to be an author he pretty much realized that goal with the Chronicles of Narnia among other books. So the plot is Eustace and Jill go into Narnia from their school to find the prince to find the prince um, who is missing. After getting e- almost eaten by giants they find the underground where the prince is hidden enchanted. They kill the queen who is a witch who enchanted the underground people and the prince and freed them um, the author's intent was to frighten small children by far the scariest book in the series okay it's actually to learn when to know when, how to know when to run and when to have courage he succeeded but I'm not sure it was a good thing the language was pretty much if you're in eighth grade that's the language he used the mood was kept the whole time. The main characters were Jill Eustace and the Marsh Wiggle they met. The other characters were the giants, the underground people, the witch queen, the owls, and, of course, the prince. Action was very fast-paced. Do you like it? That's a good thing. Um, there was a lot of arguing between these people, but the consistency of the Narnian world held up. However, this wasn't really a book I was cheering about, and I have to rate this one it. Book four is The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. The setting is unknown, narnian time but it's in the 20th century here it is in narnia and in england the narration is third person and it's lucy and edmund and eustace then the the narrators are reliable the genre is adventure and the theme is faith and courage a little bit too but mostly just faith the author is C.S. Lewis, and his previous works were The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, and The Silver Chair. C.S. Lewis, like I said earlier, grew up wanting to be an author, and he realized that goal. Here's the plot. After being sucked into Narnia, Lucy and Edmund and Eustace visit several lands with their friend Prince Caspian, and they free a slave trade. Aslan demolishes an island of darkness, and they use an invisibility spell to free some monopods. The climax is the Isle of Darkness, where only bad dreams come true. They have to ask Aslan for help, who sends an albatross, who eventually destroys the island. The The author's intent was to teach Faith. He succeeded in this. The language was very understandable to me, and the mood stayed on course almost the entire book Caspian Eustace Edmund and Lucy were the main characters and some others were Cheap, a mouse and the boat hands and Alberta the mother of Eustace the action had many rises and falls and it was really good all around Um, There was lots of one-on-one talking and bantering and this was just a very, very good book if you like a lot of good dialogue and the consistency of the world held up. I just have to rate this grin. This is my favorite book I've read so far in this literature year. Thanks for listening, I hope you enjoyed it, and we're going to be back soon. Have a good one!